Well, welcome to the Henderson Teams Podcast. This podcast is produced by myself, DJ Travis. On this podcast, we're going to dive back into the weekend. We're going to look what's ahead and we're going to hear from Pastor Nick himself. That's right. You can subscribe by clicking the button below and new podcasts are going to come out every Monday. All right. Now here's the team. Brandon, take it away. What's up, everyone? Thank you, Travis, for that intro. Wow. That was great. Don't you guys think? New intro alert. It was alert. new. So it was good. different. I just, it really got me ready for the podcast. So thanks, DJ Travis. Appreciate yeah. you on that. Um, good to be back with everybody today. Let's go around the room and introduce who's here. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I serve as one of the pastors here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm back with you all again, and we have a new guest today. I'd like to introduce you to Ms. Skylar Halovich. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Skylar and I work with our First Impressions team. So you usually might see me hanging out in the lobby with our new Central area. Um, so I'm super excited to be here. So thanks for inviting me, Brandon. That's right. We're so glad to have you. Um, if you see Skylar, let her know you'd like to join her team and she'd love to have you. Yes, please. I mean, I guess most of you are already on team, so. But you can switch. That's fine. <laughs> or fine. just invite a friend. Introduce him there to Skylar oh, and she can go. help him join the team. It's now we're idea. talking. Great idea. Thank you, Skylar. Also returning this time around is Kevin, the man, Devereaux, Deverox. How's it going, my man? Uh, Devereaux, really good. Well close. done. No, that's okay. You can, I'll answer to almost anything at home. It's just, hey, you, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, most of the time. So, no, great to be back. Thanks for having me. Love uh, spending this time with you guys. And then we have our anchor piece, our steady in the storm. We have our leader. We have the... <laughs> Keep going. I don't know. What else. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Some be- a beautiful metaphor. Mm, scaler of mountains. Ah, yes. Wow. The breaker Lead. of chains himself. Leader of men <laughs> and women. The first of his name, our location pastor, Nick Bodine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Excited. Excited to be back. If you could intro me each weekend, I, I will. There. I'm going to write a, something better next time. That's a serious intro. Can we do that from stage? Do you think? I don't see why not. I mean, like, hype it? Well, you know how the lower third, it'll say, like, Pastor Nick Bodine, maybe an Instagram handle or something? I think it could just kind of scroll, like, <laughs> all of it. The first of his name. <laughs> Breaker of Chains. True heir to the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> Whatever. Just, like, have it all going. That'd be awesome. We know some people that can make that happen. I think Absolutely. so. It was great. Um, but we're going to kick off this week with our favorite segment, and that's that one thing you got to know. We appreciate y'all's time. We're so glad that you're diving in with us, and I, it's been a great segment to start off to just get refocused from our location pass around. What's the one thing that we should all know right off the top? So, boom, if you've been around the last three weeks, you know, since Easter, the big thing is first step. Plus, that is a plus. big day coming up. Yes, the plus is because it is new, it is different, it is fresh. Hosted by the one and only Pastor Judd. Going to be an incredible day from 1 to 4.30 p.m. on May 18th. This is for anybody. Uh, I said this weekend, like, you know, as soon as I start announcing anything on First Step, those who have been through First Step kind of like check out, like, oh, I've already done that. Don't need to listen to the rest of this. But for you listening, even though you've been to First Step, this day is still for you. For you if, 
two reasons. You just want to come and help serve. You're still on fire for God. You're continuing to take next steps. You still feel him using you in a big way. You're following him every chance you can and every opportunity that you get. You can still come serve that day. Or maybe you are starting to get a little stagnant in your faith. You need a little boost, especially right before summer, summer something to pump you up. First Step Plus is for those as well um, that have already been through First Step but just need a little boost in there in their walk. And so you might as well get there, check it out. It's really easy to sign up. I'm going to give you my cell phone right now. And if you're driving, do not write this You can this always down. rewind. Rewind. Or, you know, just check any slide any weekend. There's, it's like everywhere. <laughs> Every weekend. It's all over the place. Or like all find an Instagram picture or reach out to me through social media. Um, but no, this is my number. It's 702-305-2496. Once again, 702-305-2496. All you have to do is say, Nick, I'm in. I'm going to ask you, or I'm going to say, that's great. I always love to say, that's great. That's great. Or excellent. Ooh. Or oh. Pumped. Nice. But Fired then I'll up. say, what's your full name? Because sometimes people think I just have everybody's number saved and I don't know you. <laughs> and what's your email? So if you have those two things very handy or you just want to put them in the original, I'm in, here's my full name and email, Ooh. you're done. I'll get you signed up immediately. That's excellent. So, and um, I'm pumped because I think that it's all about next steps and just getting people some way, to, like you said, get unstuck. But here's the thing, in case you just haven't really comprehended, like, what is this all about? This is the first time that we're doing this led by Judd in the auditorium with worship. It's a full, like, location thing. We've got people coming in from all the other Vegas Valley locations uh, breaking out. I mean, it's going to be, it's totally different, new, exciting, and uh, I, I would say the biggest venture we've ever had. For yeah. something like this. So it's special and it's something it's you for good. sure don't want to miss. And we have great stuff for kids too, right? On that? Yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, kids are going to have like an all day kind of like first step. Um, you know, we, I don't know that we've necessarily landed on like what to call it. It's just the same thing that day. We were going to say camp, but we didn't want anybody confused yeah. with like the camp mm -hmm. season that's coming up in June. But nonetheless, you want your kids there that day as well in their age appropriate environment because they're going to be learning about Jesus. They're going to learn how to read their Bible. They're going to learn how to pray. They're going to learn um, how to control their attudes in oh, your preach. home mm. and get Sign those attitudes in check. Love it's that. going to be good. That is awesome. And uh, moving on to this past weekend, we had our very special guest speaker, Pastor David Hughes from Church by the Glades down in Miami, Bienvenidos a Miami, Florida. Uh, with us and he's a dear part of the family and as per usual brought a great word so we're gonna kind of shift into this segment where we dive a little bit deeper talk about what stuck out to us the most and uh yeah what was on y'all's urging <laughs> i don't know what stuck out to you the most there you it's go. probably a better way to say that yeah for sure let's go skylar first yes yeah, oh, that's was, a lot of pressure that's mm. a lot of pressure yeah, i don't know <laughs> how i feel it. about this um i think the biggest thing that i got from it and i don't even know if it's something that he necessarily said but i feel right. like what i heard um is that love is an action in that it's something mm -hmm. it's not Ooh. just you know when you really like love isn't when you feel like doing something, but it's stepping out in faith, um, especially when you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think he really hit the nail on the head of just, 
it's sometimes not about what we feel, but it's about acting in obedience to what we feel like God's putting on our plate. And so that hit me hard. Um, and that's something that I just felt like God was continuously putting in front of me every time he was talking about that is you just need to step out and you need to do instead of just say. Yeah. yeah I think that's it's really what was good. Faith, awesome. faith isn't a feeling, it's mm-hmm. your feet. So it's, Ooh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that was, I think that was one of his direct quotes mm-hmm. in that. One of those referencing that sticky thing. Yeah. verbiage. I think I wrote it down four times. Maybe. Nice. Um, yeah, that's that's great. And I think so based out of this passage in First Corinthians 13, I call it the wedding passage. Um, at this time, we'd like to remember that the, the couple should remember that love is patient and kind, does not envy or boast that whole thing that you've heard at a million weddings. Um, but yeah, when you Brandon start yeah. for your next wedding. Oh, Wait, yeah. when he gets married right. again? No, no, I'm just saying oh. anybody out there that needs married. Oh, yeah. So if, oh, you, yeah. if you liked that. There you go. Now, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's like, my wedding voice. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a couple that's seriously uh, dating and looking towards marriage and that sounds like something you want in your ceremony, uh, love is patient and love is kind, I am available. So, yeah, that's great. Brandon at centralonline.tv. <laughs> Shoot him yes. an email. That's killer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that section... You know, love is patient and kind. So those are actions like you have to be patient, you have to be kind, uh, which is cool. And then I think what I love about this passage, which David did say, and I think a lot of times it's kind of missed or, or not really missed, but at least skipped over for the time sensitive part of a message. But he's he's started at the beginning with the speaking with tongues of men and angels, mm-hmm. but having not love. I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So it's kind of in this passage of spiritual giftings and people wanting to understand or have like these kind of miraculous gifts, supernatural gifts, like speaking in tongues and prophesying and all these things. And Paul's responding to that like, hey, spiritual gifts are great. But if I am seeking after these things and don't have love, then I'm but a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. It's it's nothing. He says, if I have not love, I am nothing. If I give away everything I have with this extreme generosity, but have not love, I gain nothing. Mm. So then it says like, well, what is love? And that's when it kind of goes into the mm, next piece. Right. So such a good word. Yeah. I think really the, the big piece for me, I mean, one of them, I felt like the whole message was just great. Um, was he was talking about where we get our information on relationships is crucial. Mm. And then he kind of illustrated like, are you getting it from, you know, reality TV, are you getting it from other people that don't have successful relationships? You know, he even, he used the analogy of like, it's, you know, getting your relationship advice or information on it from the wrong source is like taking, you know, money advice from a broke person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just huge. And just his application of, you know, you should be getting it from, you know, obviously the masterwork, the Bible through showing yeah. up in church, listening to the word of God, you know, be presented and, and shown and, and taught every weekend. So, I mean, that was just, Huge, because I mean, so often, like we look at other people and say, "Oh, that's where I get it," you know. Unfortunately, like romance movies and TV shows and like all that cheesy stuff. It's but it's like there's one true source of that information on all relationships. Like the Bible covers it all: how to parent, how to be a husband, how to be a wife, how to date somebody. Like all of it is all there, and that's the ultimate truth. So that was. Yeah, I think too many times, like you know, in life, like the number one issue. I mean, besides money, uh, that people have are like just keeping and making and all the spider webs and how convoluted mm-hmm. just relationships could be. It could be a, a marriage. It can be a friendship. It's like, it can be a family member life 
always kind of ebbs and flows with like where your relationship Mm -hmm. status is at with people and, and how your relationships are going. Um, and I just, you know, I find it really sad that that's the case for so many of us yet. We don't turn to the one source that could fix that for us. We we always, almost always rely on outside advice that isn't based in biblical truth. And yeah. 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 I think sometimes too, we even look to too many voices um, Mm -hmm. to speak into that. So we almost let too many people or too many sources. And that can get really confusing too, because if you're not basing it, on you know solid foundational truth and you're letting a lot of people speak into it you might be hearing different things coming from where they're coming from so yeah i think that's really important too of who are you actually letting into your relational world right yeah that's so true yep. and that's so good and ultimately you know no matter if you're you have great relationships or like if they're really strained hmm. if they are really strained you know one thing that pastor david touched on is that love can change all that love can speak yeah. volumes that nothing else can and responding in love um can turn impossible what seems like impossible relationships into opportunities again and so it's a good message if you didn't catch it i highly 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 suggest like going on and just watching the whole thing because there are just so many nuggets in there you can yes. go to centralonline.tv and rewatch. but no it was really good he drank eggs, guys, like <laughs> yeah, four times, raw yeah, eggs. Gross. So I wasn't there for the Sunday service. Did he do it for every service? Yeah. Every four service. eggs for every service? He, so I think bad. by the last couple, he scaled down to three eggs. Yeah. Okay. But I think he went five on the first one. I no. think it was like five, four, three or something like that. So are we asking like, what, 16, 17 eggs yeah, he consumed? Yeah. What's funny is, Disgusting. you know, this is... um. I mean, this in a bad way. This was really sweet. But the team, you know, when we have guests in, we like to really uh, do it up for them. Like we, you know, kind of show, you know, it's like you'd have guests into your home. We want to take care of them. We want to. So Joe and her team, if you guys don't know Joe Cruz and all that she provides through our uh, food and beverage and kind of that hospitality, she always does such a great job for people. Yeah. Um, one thing that we did not think of this weekend, <laughs> and I did, it was because we didn't really necessarily know the egg thing, but uh, there was a volunteer here making omelets <gasps> uh, for no. uh, Pastor David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I went ahead and part, partook in his omelet. Um, I think he passed because he service, was just man. That's tired of eggs. Yikes. Wow. Uh, I actually, when he was talking about that whole thing, it was actually new information to me, which I thought was just interesting as like a random fact thing. But he had, so he said that he did that for, what was it 10 years Something straight? Like that. Every single day. Like, wow. All inspired by the movie Rocky. But my favorite part was when he goes, you know, later in life, I found out that actually your body can capture and grow off the nutrients and proteins and everything from cooked eggs better than raw eggs. Yeah, so yeah. after all of that, like you're looking back on 10 years and he said, it's like, it's not like you get used to it. He's like, it's choking. You choke them down. and It's gross every time. But he did it because he wanted it to be part of kind of that. Uh, you know, body shaping regime and everything. And then he's like, then I find out it actually would have been better for me this yeah, whole you, you time cook. to be cooking. Them. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's like your body can like assimilate the protein and stuff out of them oh, that's more hilarious. effectively when they're cooked. Which is, well, you know, that was his point is that, Isn't that he, information? he leaned into an assumption based off mm-hmm. of right. culture in a movie rather than 
his own research, his own. Oh, so funny. But sad, it was pre-Siri, but awesome. so I mean, it probably took him a couple years for that. So right. That's true. <laughs> hey, Siri, is it better to... <laughs> <laughs> How do That's I stimulate protein? My phone actually went off, of course, but when I said that. Oh. <laughs> Series ready. That's awesome. So let's uh, shift into kind of out of sort of the framework of the message. Did anything stick out to you that you're trying to apply personally or that you might suggest to our listeners? What do y'all think? I got one of you on anything. Um, no, I can throw one down. Um, his quote was, kindness is a superpower Ooh. and uh, and how it's transformational and um, my wife and I came on Saturday night, so we were just talking about it on the way home, and we were talking about how it's so easy, with especially the people that are closest to us, to be unkind. Mm. And uh, Pastor David even said in his message, like, you know, we're always kind to like clients and people we work right. with, oh, and our boss, and maybe even people so we don't care about, maybe we don't even like. But then those closest to us, so many times, like we're just not kind. And uh, so I mean, that was big for me. And I mean, I, I try to be kind, but believe it or not, like I do have my moments that I'm not kind, and I can say a terrible thing or have like a bad tone and, and that kind of stuff. So to me, that was just one of those, like, Hey, just start from there, like start from kindness. Yep. And you know, regardless of how I'm feeling or whatever, it's like, start there and then, you know, go a different route if, if it has to. But usually if you start with kindness, you're probably not going to have to go, you know, a negative way. And that's with yeah. my yeah. wife, my kids, you know, thankfully the people I work with are, you know, most of them I know forever and they're like family, but even just people I haven't known forever, it's like start kindness Yeah, and, and that should be great. Yeah. So that was my, that was my big one. Well, that's good. It's mm. killer. Yeah. I think for me kind of playing off of that, um, the biggest thing that I felt is like showing love, even when it's uncomfortable yeah. or even yeah. when there's fear involved in that. Cause sometimes love's a tough choice to make. So for me personally, I felt like God was really challenging me to be more intentional the way that I show love to people. Yeah. So even if it is, you know, you kind of get this prompting, you see someone that, you know, maybe like in our lobby or in our area that something just doesn't seem right, but it's weird to go and like talk to them. It's weird to go ask them how they're doing. Um, but to start following through with that and to be a little bit more intentional about the way that I show love to people, cause you can think it, but I was really challenged just being more um, active on that instead of just feeling it and maybe saying a prayer for them, but like going to them in that way. Way. yeah yeah well, that's really good that's great um i think we're all hitting the same point a little Probably. bit I but know. uh i mean it's so powerful and so strong and i think it's overlooked in such a big way um so in john 13 35 ish um jesus said Check this is how this. you will know uh, my disciples that you're that you're my disciples for how you love one another mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. direct challenge from Jesus is the evidence of you following me is the way that you love one another then you flip to this passage all right what is love like kind of compare those right. two to your life and just the f- the verses like four through six are so strong and like such a good check on your life and so my kind of personal application is I want to sort of meditate on and, and memorize these verses a bit because I think they're descriptive enough that if I just actually assimilate them into my life, and I'm, I'm with you on this, Skyler, like I'm not intentional enough. Know that for a fact. Um, but uh, I, I just think like what would this place look like? What would this church look like? Like mm. the unity and yeah. just the That's positive good. like energy. Huge. What would happen? if this was like a movement. So love is patient and kind. Um, it does not envy or boast. And then I love in this translation, it is not arrogant or rude. Mm. Mm-hmm. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. 
So as like for most things, I'm going to, you know, connect better with the negative uh, <laughs> descriptors. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, like love is patient and kind. Like I'm like, yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. But when it's like, all right, it doesn't envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. And it is not irritable or resentful to me. Like that speaks to me strong enough that I know. All right. These are the checks that I need to have. Right. When am I feeling arrogant? When am I yeah. resenting things? When am I rude? Um, insisting on my own way like that I can grasp and like have an easy application into life and again like I just feel like the place this whole movement that God's doing at Central mm. if we just pass that down and pass that through our teams and tried to like champion this and this was the culture all the time it's not like it's bad I'm not I'm just saying like right. what if yeah. it was this strong like I feel like It'd just be crazy, like the difference. Yeah. yeah. Pastor David even said something when he was kind of talking along that same train. He said, if we had 120,000 Christians in America that all live yes. this way, like think yeah. of how powerful the church would be. So I think, okay, that'd be incredible. But then I think like, well, what if we just had a thousand people right. in yeah. our church that live that way? Like think of that. You know, I had a yeah. conversation with somebody on staff. We were talking about like men's ministry. It's like, what if we just had a hundred men that were like, we are in this, we're hmm. bought into it. We're going hard after Jesus and our and our, you know, our family, our faith, you know, our workplaces, like we are just going to go hard all the time and live what it means. And so I'm like, well, it's a hundred, like 120,000 would be great. But how about just a thousand people here? Yeah. Like, the, I mean, just what that could do would be astounding. Epic, yeah. Like what of the five people that I serve with that door South entry? And this is like, we made sure that we exemplified this. Like yeah. that's a, like half of the church's entrance point. Right. And yeah. they're catching that right away. So I feel like it's, like you Huge. can start small, yep. but impact yeah. will be major. And you look at our society too, and that's so uncommon. You know, right. you don't, when someone's super friendly to you or someone's super intentional with you, especially out in public, it's eye opening. It's really yeah. alarming. Like you're it's almost not, weird. Yeah, it's weird. Like what's, their, what's their angle? Like what's going <laughs> on? Yeah, you think yeah. that there's something up here. Yeah. Um, and so I think, especially for us as like on our teams, like how crazy would it be if we all exemplified that? Someone who's walking through our doors are like, wait a second, like why, <laughs> why are people so friendly? Like why yeah. are they so intentional with us? Like that's eye opening for people really is totally. yeah and it gets their heart you know in the right place before they even enter that room and yeah. bring a message like because they get to see jesus through your example you mm. listening right now they actually get to see jesus through your example before they even hear about an opportunity to follow jesus from pastor john right. so yeah you actually have the opportunity for the biggest testimony uh, on any given weekend for somebody new walking through the doors, which is pretty awesome. But it's also a big weight on all of our shoulders to make sure that we're representing him and carrying that well through love. And my big application that I just loved, uh, you know, maybe this is coming from a, a pastoral seat or just, you know, really watching pastor Judd, pastor David. And so it's not even necessarily anything that he said in his uh, message content more than it was in the opener. So, you know, Pastor Judd gets up there to really mm, honor yeah, the good. guest mm -hmm. speaker, um, which is awesome because they're a guest. And so we want to make them know that they're in a place where they're loved and give that energy and really welcome and honor them. But what I love is he spent the first five minutes just honoring uh, our team, uh, you guys, the volunteers, Pastor Judd and Lori, uh, just yeah. our church and what, like, he was a student of our church. He was so honoring of our church, you know, in Romans, I think it's Romans 12. Um, I, 
I should have checked my verses before today, but um, it tells us to outdo each other in honor. Paul tells us to outdo each other in honor. Um, And that's just like a great example of that. Like, you know, Pastor Judd got up there totally honoring Pastor David, a friend, um, his uh, pastoral leadership and what he brought to ministry and the lives he's changed. And then Pastor David got up there and did even bigger Mm. for Pastor Judd, which wasn't even necessary. But I just... that wasn't part of the message, but I think that's really good to pay attention to in ministry, even as volunteers, as just members and owners of a a church, like it's important that we pick up on those cues of just honoring others because, um, it's big. It speaks a lot of love. Um, when we just lift each other up in that way, there's a whole world out there, um, that is going to be in competition with us. That's going to, be at odds with us. You know, it, the Bible tells us like you will, uh, he, uh, Jesus told his disciples, you will be hated <laughs> because right. like you're representing me. Right. Like, and so yeah. the world is going to hate you. The world is going to be negative towards you. So that's, what's out there as we try to carry this mission forward. But in the side, you know, not necessarily these physical walls, but in the relationship that we are the church, if we're lifting each other up and always trying to outdo each other and honor, um, I can't, I can't see, but how love always just speaks more volumes than anything else in a, in a world where we're not always everybody's biggest fans. Like we should yeah, feel right. like it here. That's awesome. So good. Um, man, I feel like we, we killed this one guys. So good. <laughs> Crushed this. <podcast. laughs> it was just like, day. yeah, David brought us a word that's just really easy to apply yeah. in and uh, yeah. to grab a hold on. So Which, that's awesome. I think it's important to throw out that this week's podcast was actually sponsored by central academy mm-hmm. if you want to grow deeper if you have aspirations of doing even more in ministry and you want to really dive in get to know either how to do leadership here at central how we do leadership mm-hmm. learn from leadership or you just want to get and learn more and deeper about the bible and pastoral ministry and theology and just really go to an all deep all new level of depth Yes, so <laughs> a deeper depth, a deeper, deeper depth. depth for sure. For sure, no, you really don't. So we have a lot of fun. Uh, we got a graduation coming up this next week of everybody completing uh, either uh, both our pastoral, our biblical track, and our leadership track. But um, or if they're just completing one, that graduation is this next Monday. You can be praying for all those people. It's a big day, um, finishing up uh, a year of Central Academy. But we that means we also have brand new opportunities starting this. August. And so, uh, you know, reach out to Brandon, uh, Brandon at central TV. If you just want to know a little more for on sure. the Academy. Yeah. It's huge too. And even, I mean, I'll just plug it from a personal standpoint. I've been a believer. Easter Sunday was my 23rd anniversary of getting baptized. So wow. that was pretty nice. cool. Um, so, I mean, so I've been around it, you know, I've been around, you know, just a relationship with Christ for a long time, but I'd never really dug deep. Like, so I jumped in, um, kind of not a great idea to jump into the very last class of the Bible track <laughs> theology too, for the first, yeah. you know, formal type of oh. education around any, uh, Tarantino you know, anything, but, um, but even just that, you know, I mean, as soon as I kind of got caught up and started to get some context, I mean, it was, it was just awesome. Like, it's so like, I've been around it. You know, I know a lot of the Bible, um, but just learning more deeper, different perspectives, different, um, you know, things around theology was, it was awesome. So even if you've been a believer for a long time, it's still, it's, it's so worth it. And it, there's so much that you'll still get out of it and so much you'll be challenged and just so much that you'll gain from it. Um, just on a personal level, your personal relationship 
it, it was incredible. So I'm looking forward Absolutely. to you know going to the beginning in August and starting with that. And honestly, for me, yeah, similar story, you know, grew up in the church, dad was a pastor. So, you know, was really surrounded with like a helpful kind of background. But I will still to this day say that the the class or subject that completely just got me totally fired up and ignited my passion and everything was actually what's starting in the fall. So Old Testament survey. Yes. Like I've heard all the stories growing up i've been in the word but didn't realize how much connection i missed like how that thread ties all of scripture together and just in like a few weeks that's the beauty of like this kind of new education style like not having to go to off to a campus and and be in this for a full semester of three days a week just coming eight times and then yep. having a strong foundation of all of the Old Testament at once, like that's pretty awesome. So for me, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that one. Starting so on that's it. so many of us get excited to read the New Testament because we just want to get to the part where Jesus <laughs> came <laughs> on the scene because we love Jesus. <laughs> but you need to understand the Old Testament to know why it was needed, necessary, yes. right. why he was the miracle that he was to see yeah. what the world was like without him. And I think it makes you appreciate the New Testament even more. Yeah, I know yeah. that for me, like I always enjoyed the Old Testament stories growing up reading them, but it made me appreciate Jesus's actual coming of, wow, yes. this is the significance that's led yes. up to this very moment. Exactly right. Everything was setting it up yeah. for the one who was to come. So good. It showed it. a world awesome. that was in despair. Love it. Uh, we're going to close out today with just pro tips. If you made it this far, in the podcast we like to try to come up with what's kind of a little pro tip in case you didn't know how do you get a leg up on the competition wow what is the pro tip what do you got for us pastor nick Ooh, goodness well i'm gonna do a little uh mario kart like banana lands in front of you how do you (laughs) how do you navigate around it type uh situation Right, right and that is if you want the easiest experience from parking lot to street what i've noticed a lot of people doing is they book it up those outdoor balcony steps by booking it up the outdoor balcony steps you're right in there at Mm. almost the auditorium entrance and guess what right up there uh it's been off and on but kind of new addition if you will right is a central coffee shop stand so you can get your coffee right at the top of the stairs nice too no line I don't, I mean, hardly a line. I've never seen a line. Not much of one anyway. Boom. Within like 60 seconds, you've got your coffee, you're in the door and you're already in service and you've got one of the best seats in the house because you're in the upper balcony. And so you get to see everything. And so a little pro tip on just how to, if you're in a rush, in a hurry, you need a good seat, Mm -hmm. you want your coffee and you want to do it all in like 60 seconds or less. You take those stairs. Here's the bad part. You got to want to take the stairs. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, there is an elevator. You can go to the elevator. It kind of slows down my whole 60-second thing. Yeah. I feel like that and elevator it's a hidden, is a good. hidden pro tip also to get your steps in. That's right. right. Throw your a little cardio. But those balcony seats are legit. Yes. So good Super underrated. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So, I don't know. I that's think that's good. good. Shout good out to uh, Kyle for what he built for that upstairs coffee shop because it's pretty legit. If you haven't seen yeah. it, you got to go up there. It looks amazing. Yes. And he made that at his house? Probably. I don't know for sure. He's a wizard. Yes. He, so he can build anything. I feel like I could be like, Kyle, I need a car. <laughs> and he could probably figure yeah. out how to build me out one. Out of wood? He, yeah. he, <laughs> turned, metal um, too, he turned us some brand new 
like old fashioned candlestick holders and their <laughs> their money. Hey, you know what idea I just had? Sorry, oh. you guys said wooden car. We should totally like host a Pinewood Derby. Like we that should. was my favorite yes. thing as like a kid. Right down the sea stairs. Yeah, perfect. Perfect track. That'd, that'd be, be a lot. That'd be a sweet Pinewood Derby track. Let's do it. All right. Well, we more the- to come on that. Maybe this fall, Kevin will be hosting a Pinewood <laughs> yes. and Derby. I, I will be on the mic, emceeing, and Eli's car Eli's will win. be six at that time. Parents and perfect. kids, we'll get ready everybody's. to buy your Pinewood kits. We'll have all the rules, the regulations. Yes. I'm going to weigh in every up. car. I'm going to weigh them, make sure they're oh, legit. Man. No one's cheating. Yeah. Well, no Eli dimes. probably will not win. It's going to be a fun <laughs> the car. <laughs> that was my trick. I'm like, I'm taping quarters to the front of this thing. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, also, at Pinewood quick Dirty. thank you. You got to win. Well, they weigh him. Or in Cub Scouts, they did. Yeah. Yeah, there's anyway, ways. You get around official. it. It's okay. okay. <laughs> More to come. Um, More just to come. want to give a special thank you to DJ Travis for pushing the buttons yeah. and knobs in the background. DJ Travis. He's here. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. And we will catch you next week. Closing time. Open all the doors and you out into the world closing time turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey or beer closing time You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know who wants to take me home. I know who wants to take me home. I know who wants to take me home. Take me
from some other beginnings and